Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good morning to you all. All praises be to God, our Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. What a privilege it is to be here this morning. Amen. We are glad to be here this morning. This is a modified service of Agape Baptist Church, and we are more concerned about our family members than um, you may think we are. And the reason how can we've modified everything is because our governor has told us that we need to stay home. The scripture tells us that we need to not forsake the assembling of ourselves together. So what we want to do is we want to honor the governor and we want to obey God. Hallelujah. So this is what we want to do with Agape Baptist Church. We will continue to have our services, but we will not be in a group bigger than 10 people. Hallelujah. We will continue to honor the governor and the manager. We will stay in our homes and we will do. We will go out as we need to. Hallelujah. Praise God. But we will not. Amen. We will not get together in large groups and we will practice social distancing. Amen. Amen. COVID-19. It's not something that uh, we need to be really, really afraid of. Let me see if I can put it this way. There has been viruses, there have been disease that's happened before us, and there's going to be stuff that's going to happen after us. What we need to do is take the wisdom that God has given to us and behave ourselves in a manner that is pleasing and worthy in God's sight and also caring enough for each and every one of us as family so that we can protect, amen, our family members. So what we want to do on Agape is you stay tuned, stay in touch. Stay in contact with us. Stay in tune with your stay in touch with your ministry leaders. Stay in touch with the board. Stay in touch with myself. And we will continue to give you updates as they come forward. But we will not shut down the house of the living God. Amen. Amen. We will not forsake the assembling of ourselves together. Amen. Hallelujah. And I want to say this too, if I can make real clear. How many of us really care about our soul? Amen. There is a disease that has attacked our soul. It has attacked our soul from birth. There is an enemy out there who wants to steal, kill, and destroy us. And yet we do more, not you, just some folk I know, we do more to take care of ourselves for coronavirus than we do for the disease of our soul. And I'm just kind of concerned about that. So what we want to do today is we want to talk about questions Questions, questions. We've been, hallelujah, God, we've already been talking about the power and the victory of faith and be transformed, be transformed, be transformed. What a time to be living. What a time to be a child of God. What a time to be a witness. What a time to be a servant in the land for the Lord right now today. Many people are concerned. They've got questions. They can't get answers to them. And we have all the answers. But if we lose our faith. Come on, guys. If we don't believe, if we don't trust God, who are they going to turn to? If we running around like we don't believe that God is able, as we already know that God, all he had to do is speak a word and all this will disappear. He can wave his hand and all of this will disappear. But in the event he don't, we still know how to behave ourselves. Amen. So I wonder about our soul. Many people have a, you know, they, they, they pretend like they don't know that they don't belong to themselves. God says it's in us. Mm-hmm. We are his. Yes. He has ownership stamped on our soul. And our soul has a disease called sin. 
And he says he so loves us that he sent his only begotten son and whoever would believe in him shouldn't perish but have everlasting life. He said he didn't send him here to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved. So here we go all day long. We got thousands and thousands and thousands and hundreds and hundreds and millions of people leaving the planet every day with a diseased soul. But they might be free from cancer. They might be free from a virus. They might be free from the flu. They might be free from a cold. But they got a diseased soul. So they still end up in hell. And there's no fixing it. You can't go back. There's no redo. There's no rewind. I'm going to do it over like we in a movie or something or, or, or a series or a show. This is real life. And people are plunging into hell every day. So from Agape Baptist Church and from this pastor, hallelujah, and all of us that are here, our first priority is to make sure you understand that God has a remedy for the sin of yourself. The Lord Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. And apart from him, there is no other way to be free from the disease of ourselves. So if you have anything on your mind that's weighing heavy besides COVID-19, make sure you put the priority on my soul and is it well with me? Am I going to be in heaven? Am I going to be in paradise with the Lord Jesus Christ or am I going to suffer torment? Oh, you know, we get to this point since we're telling you what they say we don't believe. Okay. I don't agree. I don't accept. I don't believe. What does that change? We still have the disease of ourselves. Every soul that sins, it shall surely die. Well, how many of us sin? All of us. All have sinned and come short of God's glory, right? This is what I was, this wasn't what I was going to preach about, but I just have to make sure we remember COVID-19 is not the only thing that's causing us a problem. And the only reason why COVID-19 exists is because sin exists. And sin brings on all kinds of things in our lives that we have to deal with. Every single day. And I want us to make sure in this church, in this ministry, that as we reach out to our family and beyond, everybody knows where we stand. The Lord Jesus Christ, he is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. If you leave out of this life without him, you will go to hell. And you will perish. And there is no getting back up, getting back down there. I mean, fix it up and then the Lord going to change it. No, 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 no. You leave here without Christ, there's no fixing it. You must be born again. So if I say nothing else, if you don't remember nothing else I said, and they they can't say they didn't hear me either, huh? (laughs) Hallelujah. Because I already put it out there, right? Whether you believe it or not, I still put it out there, amen. So we're going to make sure we do that because your soul, amen, is just as important as your life here right now in this temporal setting. Amen. Okay. So the power and the victory of faith, be transformed. That's what I want to talk about today. So if you have your Bibles, I want you to open it up. Amen. Right now to Philippians 2. Philippians 2, verses 19 and 20. Philippians 2, verses 19 and 20. I want to talk specifically. Amen. We're dealing with the power and the victory of faith and being transformed. Amen. That's our overarching theme and subject matter. Uh, but you know, faith comes by hearing, right? And hearing by the word of God. Amen. So and without faith, you know, it's impossible to please God. Is that right? Is that right? Without faith, it is impossible to please God. You must first believe that he is, right? And that he is a rewarder of those who do what? 
diligently seek him. So Philippians 2, amen. Philippians 2. Verses 19 and 20. You have it? Amen. Amen. This is what it reads. But I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you shortly, that I also may be encouraged when I know your state, when I know your condition. For I have no one like-minded who will sincerely care for your state. For all seek their own, not the things which are of Christ Jesus. But you know his proven character that as my son or that as a son with his father, he served with me in the gospel. Philippians 2 verses 19 through 22. Also, I want you to turn over to 2 Timothy 3. Turn over a couple of more books, 2 Timothy 3. 2 Timothy 3, starting at verse 10. But you have carefully followed my doctrine, my manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, love, perseverance, persecutions, afflictions, which happened to me at Antioch, at Iconium, at Lystra, what persecutions I endured, and out of them all, who the Lord did what? Delivered me. Timothy knows this about Paul. Timothy has been with Paul. Timothy is like-minded like Paul, and Timothy will care for the believers just like Paul. And all things that he went through, all things that he'd been through, God delivered him out of them all. What I want to talk to us today about is if man can care for each other, how much more does God care for his people? Amen? How God cares for his people. Precious Father, in Jesus' name, magnify your word. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. How God cares for his people. That's what I want to talk about today. The power and the victory of faith. The power and the victory of faith. We need to have a transformed life. How are we transformed? Through faith. How do we walk? How do we manifest it? How do we, how do we demonstrate that we truly believe what God has said by being obedient? Hallelujah. So we got questions. 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 We often have many questions when things happen in our world or happen in our lives that we don't quite understand. No matter how many answers are given, we still have not or we still have that one question that never gets answered to our satisfaction. Maybe your question is why. Maybe your question is how. Maybe your question is what. Maybe your question is when. Maybe it's where. Why what? Whatever you put behind it. How what? Whatever you put behind it. What? What? When what? Where what? Questions. We got these questions. And everybody wants to know how we going to deal with COVID-19. I want to know how you going to deal with the lostness of your soul. I want to know how much do you believe God cares for you even though COVID-19 is running through the land. 
I want to know how much you believe that since God had already brought us from a time in the past when we had this hit the land, that hit the land, this hit man, that hit man, and we're going to be here today and tomorrow if we're not here, something else is going to come. It's going to hit again. It's going to hit again. It's going to hit again. What then? Everybody still going to have the same question. I got questions. I got more questions. I got some questions I can't get an answer to. I got one question for you. Do you believe that God cares for you? Does God care? Isn't God still on the throne? Isn't he still sitting in power? Even though the devil is out there doing his worst to still kill and destroy all of mankind, God still cares for his people. Well, what do you mean, Pastor? What you talking about? Well, did you know that God's care for his people shows up this way? He watches over them with his eyes. Did you know that? Come on here, Psalm 34, verse 15 puts it like this. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. Did you hear me? The faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing by what? If you want faith, if you want to be, if you want to grow in your faith, if you want to believe God, you got to believe what God said. Did you know his eyes are on the righteous? Who are you? Are you the righteous? Are you God's children? Hallelujah. All of us who belong to the Lord in Christ Jesus, we are the righteous. And there are everybody else that are trying to get not your own righteousness, not that we got something in us that made us so cool, so good, so 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 appealing to God that he would say, oh, I like you, Sister Natalia. I just want you because you, no, 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 it's Christ. Yes. See, because her righteousness is Christ in her. That's acceptable to God. His eyes are on you. Brother Joe, his eyes are on you. He know COVID-19 is out there. It's, it's always running through the land, all through the country, all around the world, but his eyes on the righteous. He sees you. Let me tell you another reason of how, let me show you another way how God cares for his people. He listens to the prayers of his people with his ears. <laughs> John 9, verse 31. Now we know that God does not hear sinners. But if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, scripture says he hears. Who are you? Are you God's people? Are you the righteous? Are you a worshiper of God? Are you doing God's will? Guess what? When you pray to God, you know what he does? He hears you. Hallelujah. He hears you. Another way that God cares for his people. He instructs them by his word. Deuteronomy 33, verse 3 says, yes, he loves the people. All his saints are in your hand, Lord. They sit down at your feet. Everyone receives your word. How do we do that? We open up our Bible and we get in the word of God. You remember when Mary sat down at Jesus' feet, came over for supper. Martha was in there serving. Mary sitting down at the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ. He teaching. She's like, oh, Lord, you got to tell Mary. You got to tell Mary to come on and help me. I mean, I need some help up in here. We got to serve. It's nothing wrong with God's people serving. Hallelujah. We, gotta, we need Martha's. But we also need Mary's. We need people that's going to sit down at God's feet and listen to what thus said the Lord. How do we do that in agape? Well, we open our Bibles. We have Bible study. We have Sunday school. We have services. Modified. On a Sunday morning. But we still get in God's word. 
And the covenant says that we're supposed to be teaching ourselves at home and our children. Our kindred and acquaintances, right? We're supposed to make sure God's word continue to get out. Are we doing it? Are we obeying God? We still getting God's word. You don't believe God's word anymore? Where's your hope? See, people are panicking today. This pandemic is out there causing people to go crazy. But you, hallelujah, he watches over you. He listens to your prayer. He instructs you by his word. Why? Because he cares for you. Who are you? You're God's people. Hallelujah. Oh, good glory to God. Let me tell you something else God does. He loves us with his heart. 1 John 3, verse 1. 1 John 3, verse 1. Behold what manner of love, <laughs> good glory to God, the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called children of God. God's care for us shows up when he watches over us with his eyes, when he listens to our prayers, when he instructs us by his word, and when he loves us with his heart. Yes, he calls us children, sons and daughters of God. Isn't it wonderful to be called God's son, God's daughter, God's people, you righteous, you saints, hallelujah. Ooh, good glory to God. You know there are people out there more worried about COVID-19 than they are about being a child of God. Amen. I'm so glad that's not your problem, my God. See, so you, you, you don't have, see, you can be concerned about COVID-19 and you can do what was suggested that so that we can survive it, so that we can get through it. But even in all of that, when all that's said and done, you still belong to the living God. You are still a child of God. He still cares for you. And through this, he cares for you. He will bring you through it. Hallelujah. And while other people are out there trying to figure out how to beat the virus, you can tell them how to beat death and hell and torment and torture and eternity apart from the Lord Jesus Christ. Isn't that a beautiful thing? So they still going to need that. You can fight cancer. You can fight this virus. Yes, and maybe you will get past it. Maybe you'll get through it. Maybe they'll find a cure. Maybe they'll lift all of the things that mandates that are out there right now. But did you know that your soul will be still diseased if you don't have the Lord Jesus Christ? Amen. See, see, I, I remember this thief on the cross dying and he said, you know, Lord, I don't believe in you. I, I, I just, you just need to get on down off this cross and just, just rescue yourself and rescue us too. Amen. And the Lord didn't hear none of that. But then, while he was dying, something happened. Is God have a way of getting a hold of us even in the midst of our worst situation? Yes. And while he was dying, he had enough breath to say, Lord, remember me when you enter into your kingdom. And what did God say? Not tomorrow. Not get down off the cross and go fix it first. He said, today you will be with me in paradise. How many of us need to make sure we get that message out to people dealing with COVID-19? I mean, come on, we got to get that message out. Today you will be with me. Are you going to be with him today in paradise? If you leave here today, the COVID-19 coming right you down, you can't make it no more. How are you going to take care of your disease so? What are you going to do? How many of us got people dealing with cancer? Been fighting.
fighting cancer for who knows how long. All kind of illnesses have hit them. And, and, and we still try to figure out, well, doctor, 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 doctor. Well, I got a doctor who's a never fail. Hallelujah. Who got all power. All he got to do is speak it, and it'll happen. You know what I'm saying to you? He can say to you, I am going to, I love you so much, so I will give my own life to rescue you from the sudden and the real imminent death that's coming on you. It's coming your way. You can't get away from it. You will die. And you will die in your sins if you don't believe in Lord Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, God cares for his people. Listen, he watches over them. He listens to their prayers. He instructs them by his word. And he loves them with his heart. How much time I got left? Okay, I got a few more minutes. I'll tell you what, let me give you a couple of more. Did you know that God supports us by his hands? <laughs> let me, let me, let me, uh, I got to open this one up. Let me, let me, let me, I'm turning to Hosea. And uh, yeah, that's in the Old Testament. I know some of y'all don't, don't ever, ever open your Bible up to the Old Testament. I, I, I know. Oh, Hosea uh, chapter 13. Amen. It's, it's, um, excuse me, chapter 11. That's where I'm going. But God supports them, his people, by his hands. And this is what he said in Hosea 11. I'm going to start at verse, excuse me, at verse 1. Uh, no, not verse 1. I want to start at verse 3. He supports him with his arm. Watch this. I taught Ephraim to walk, taking them by my arm, but they did not know that I was the one that healed them. I drew them with gentle cords. Oh, that's his cords of a man. He says, with bands of love. And I was to them as those who take the yoke from their neck. I stooped and I fed them. God's nurturing heart as a parent. You know, God cares for us so much so that the Lord Jesus Christ said, Father, I know there's no other way for you to rescue mankind except there is a sacrifice suitable in your sight. This is what I want to do, Father. Because I love you and because I know how much you love them, I'm going to pay for them. I'm going to give my hands. I'm going to give my feet. I'm going to give, my, I'm going to give all of me, even my own blood. I'm going to shed it all. And I'm going to place it before you. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask you, oh Lord God, that you accept this for them. If they would just believe in me, then you can rescue them from the fate that's already ahead of them that they don't even know or believe exists. I will go give all of me for them. And I'll do it, Father, because I love you and because I love them. Even while we were yet wretched, yes. even when we were yet sinners, Christ died. Did you know, Brother Joe, that as wretched as you were in all your life, and you've been here for a little while, did you know that Christ loved you even before you got here? And he loved you even when he saw you acting a fool when you were a youngster. 
He loved you, Joe, even when you were making decisions that were contrary to his word, his will, and his way. And you know what? He loved you so much so that even when you were struggling with, yes, Lord, I will believe you, or no, Lord, I don't want to believe you, or you were still trying to get through, how are you going to figure it all out? He still loved you, Joe, and he still died for you. And you know what happened, Joe? When the day you said, yes, Lord, he said, already provided what you needed, not just for Joe. to our prayers and he watches us with his eyes. That's how God continues to demonstrate his care for us. I got a couple of more for you then I'm going to be done. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are y'all getting this? Yeah. Yeah. Are you getting it though? I mean, I mean, are you really getting it? Hallelujah. Praise God. Let me, let me show you this. He kisses us with his lips. Song of Solomon chapter 1 verse 2. Let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth. Why? For your love is better than wine. Has the Lord ever been so good to you, so gracious, so merciful, so loving, so as he put his arms around you in such a way that you felt like he just pulled you into himself and he kissed you and he comforted you. Oh, good glory to God. Have you ever been there before? Have you ever been to a place? Have you ever been in a situation? Have you ever been stressed in your life and you kind of figure out, I don't know how I'm going to make it. I don't know how I'm going to get through this. This storm is too much for me. This is too much for me to handle, Lord. But have you ever noticed that? places them out there to help us. He places us out there to help them. Did you hear what I said? 
you got to first remember that God is the priority. Lord Jesus, do what? Fix my focus. Lord Jesus, do what? Fix my focus. We are what? Challenged by the truth. The truth is that there's something going on in the land, and it's causing people to be in a panic. It causes people to fall. It causes people to stumble. It causes people to wonder what's going to happen. And he puts you in the land as a light and as salt and as hope. You're God's people. And because you're God's people, because he cares for you, he'll care for them as well. But he got to show it through you as you minister to them. So this is what we do. We don't disobey the governor. Governor, we will suspend our service, but our gathering will be 10 people or less. We will still come into the house of the Lord because we will not forsake the assembling of ourselves together and see it to be the way some folk want to do it. We will come in here and we will still give you praise and glory. Hallelujah, because you are worthy. something like this. Chapter 1 verse 2. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. As his, verse 3, divine power, listen, as his divine power has given to us. To who? Who's us? All of it, amen. We're talking about God's care for his people, right? We're talking about the power and the victory of faith. We're talking about being transformed, right? We're talking about the difference that we can make in, in the world today and people's lives today. God done this. His divine power has given to us all things. What does all mean? So that means nothing is lacking, right? All things, Sister Callista, that pertain to life and godliness. What do you lack? That pertains to life and godliness. What do you lack? Come on, y'all. What you lack? Anything? He's giving you all things. Then he says this. Through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue, by which have been given to us, here it is, exceeding great and precious promises that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature having escaped 
the corruption that is where? In the world through lust. He has given us everything we need for that pertains to life and godliness. And he's given us these precious promises so that we through them may be partakers. Of his divine nature. That's the response I'm looking for. Hallelujah. Ought to be jumping all over this place right now. So no matter about COVID-19, what difference do it make? You still are partakers of his divine nature. You still are benefactors of his grace and his mercy. You still are sons and daughters of the living God. You still are the ones that God says, I'm caring for you. I am watching over you with my eyes. I'm listening to you with, I'm listening to your prayers with my ears. I'm instructing you by my word. I'm loving you with my arm and my heart. I'm supporting you with my hands. I'm kissing you with my lips. I'm leading you by my spirit. Encouraging you by my precious promises. And I gave you 2 Peter 1, 2 through 4. Listen to this. 2 Corinthians 1, verse 20. All the promises of God in Christ Jesus are yes and in him. Amen. To the glory of God through us. This is what he says. Every promise that God made to you in Christ Jesus is yes. Do I get this? Yes. Can I have that? Yes. Can I go here? Yes. Can I? Every promise God made in Christ for you. The answer is yes. And then he says, and also amen, which means, and so let it be. So let it be. Ah, Lord, I have sinned. I have fallen short of your glory. Will you forgive me? Yes. So let it be. Oh, Lord, I am living this life, and I don't know how I'm going to make it from one day to the next. I need you to give me the peace that I need to pass all understanding. Give me the joy that the world can't give me and the world can't take away. My answer is yes. So let it be. Oh, Lord, I need to know that when I pass out of this life, I will be with you forever in paradise. as you were talking about through this song. What about this way to heaven that you were talking about through this song? I want to know something about him. Can I be saved? Can I be born again? Can I, can I know the Lord Jesus Christ is my Savior? Can he redeem me? Can he rescue me? Can he deliver me? The answer is yes. So let it be. Why? Because in Christ Jesus, we have all that we need. Hallelujah, saints of God. Say to you all today, God cares for His people. Even though we have a lot of questions, there is one question you don't have to worry about answering anymore. Does God care for us? The answer is yes. So let it be. 